Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Donald Trump was a, a stain on our country. I'm someone's daughter, too. That's what I'm saying. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. The Betches Sup Podcast. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Millie Tamaris. And this is the Betches Up Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Hello. We did our vaccine chat before we started (laughs) recording today. Mm -hmm. Every day there's like a little five to seven minutes about our experience with the vaccine, anecdotes about the vaccine. Just can't get enough of the vaccines. Uh, Well, we were talking to you, Amanda, about your experience at Javits Center. And I feel like Javits Center is one of the the top, one of the most iconic places to be vaccinated. It did have an energy to it. Yeah. I feel like it's like Staples Center is a big one. (laughs) (laughs) Disneyland. Disneyland. I would have loved to be vaccinated at Disneyland. Happiest place on earth. (laughs) So Javits Center, if you're not from New York and you haven't heard Elise tell her story, Javits Center is a huge convention center in New York City. And I saw someone tweet that. It's like, I'm getting my vaccine as revenge for being there when Hillary lost. Because that's where Hillary famously had her huge victory party. It really is the symbol of Javits Center for New York. I guess if you come from like a conference from Minnesota, you're not like, oh, the Javits Center. If you're really into like auto shows, then maybe. Comic-Con. Comic-Con also. Right. There have been many prominent events that could have supplanted the Hillary loss, but none have yet. That's the last time I went to Javits Center. (laughs) Anytime I see it, I'm like, I like I'll see Javits Center from afar if I'm like going to the bus and I'm just like, get away from me. It doesn't help that it's it's a totally transparent building. So we could yeah. see inside of it when the party was supposed to. You can always see inside of it. It's an endless reminder. Well, I will say another thing I know Javits Center for is that my mom's uh, a cosmetologist and they have every year the International Beauty something oh. else, but it's called IBS is the... <laughs> Of it, and I'm like, this is a terrible name. What are they doing? <laughs> Anybody mentioned this to you guys? <laughs> it's international beauty, but I forgot what the S stands for. But yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh man, oh that's excellent. <laughs> yeah, that's my I went to I went to um, PetCon there once. I went to PetCon. What the oh, hell? That sounds fun. What is that? It was the last story I wrote for HuffPost before I got laid off, which I think tells you a lot. I had nothing else to write about other than like Instagram pets. And I had like really serious questions for them. I was like, what are you going to do when your pet dies? I was like trying to be a real journalist <laughs> about it. <laughs> and then Amanda showing up at PetCon asking people about what... <laughs> You realize this is your entire income and your livelihood and your entire presence. What are you going to do? I'm imagining that um, it's like the Gail King or the Gail King um, uh, and R. Kelly interview where she's like really grilling the pets. Oh, yeah, it was the pets, definitely. Yeah. It's like, so what do you see yourself? It's like, I've heard accusations that you've actually shit in the hallway. (laughs) 
And oh, then they buy me. I mean, there's lots of there was lots of that there. There was urine everywhere. There was urine. Oh, everywhere. I would love to get Amanda to sit down with uh, Major Biden to just oh. kind of just to, you know what? Just let him speak. And let him set the record straight about what's There's been going on. Sides, exactly, because the only person who hasn't told their story is Major. Right. I mean, <laughs> he's doing his fucking best. <laughs> that line he's, he's yeah, really yes. doing his best. He's my favorite not. thing about the Major Biden story is that what, among my favorites is that as another person who rescued their dog as a complete puppy and is personally responsible for anything wrong with him, I also pulled a rescue card. <laughs> like they're always like, well, well, Major's a rescue, but he he's like a rescue puppy. Like, but I was actually talking to a dog trainer over the weekend. She was telling me that you can have lots of trauma like in utero. And I'm actually my dog's deeply in care because of that so major i think that means it's time for major major you're welcome on the sub anytime Any we time. can't get joe but maybe we can get major <laughs> i really could get you do like a, a dog therapist there's dog psychics oh have you guys watched canine intervention on netflix i have not but oh. that sounds like something i would watch <laughs> you should it's i can't watch sad dog stuff but this is like happy dog stuff he really can rehab any dog oh really so that. it's like yeah, wow. Yeah, it's okay. like aggressive dogs that people are like on the verge of needing to rehome that he's able to. But anyway, speaking of dogs, let's talk about <laughs> Matt Gates. <laughs> uh, do not involve, do not uh, insult canines by comparing <laughs> Butthead to. Yeah. He does look like Butthead. Like, he, he really does. He really oh, always. has a face for this scandal. I will yeah. say that he has yeah. a face to be the face of for sure, for sure, for sex sure. track fucking on Cash App or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why doing. not take why not take cash out? Like, why not go to an ATM? I mean, if you're a politician, you're not worried about the That's fees. That's true. Right. Exactly. Right? You're not worried about the fees. He definitely just Venmoed it with like a fucking eggplant or something super obvious. <laughs> Well, Cash App, in his defense, is one of the le- like no the, the the memos aren't public like Venmo. Is. Oh, okay, got it, got it. But still, yes. so today we're going to talk about some updates in the uh, Gates Gates situation <laughs> and reactions. Uh, I don't want to call it a scandal because I, I I hate when people call things sex scandals when they actually involve like crimes. Yeah, it's not a scandal. It was seventeen year old girls in that case, so it's a situation. Also, just sex scandal. Like, I don't know, when it ruined a woman's life, it never mm. feels right to call it like a scandal. Like, I thought scandals could be contested. Yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah. Like, scandals are not necessarily true, right? Or That's true. That's a good point. Yes, like, this one is probably a, true. Stormy <laughs> Daniels, yeah, that's a scandal. Yeah, so we're going to talk about Gatesgate, and then naturally we'll give a brief overview of the infrastructure bill. Some of you guys, some of our listeners had asked for this, and I wasn't sure if it was just too boring but then we started texting about it this morning and then we like got into it and i was like okay cool we we should talk about this we, <laughs> we have some things have to, say. to say about the yes <laughs> yeah tons to say about roads and bridges so as we have learned more about what florida representative matt gets is currently under investigation for numerous outlets have reported on past lewd and improper behavior Let's go through some of these. There's quite a catalog. So the 38-year-old congressman dated an 18-year-old Capitol Hill intern while he was a member of Congress. He's been a member of Congress only since like 2018. So I guess the oldest he was then was a 36-year-old dating an 18-year-old, which is gross. Yeah, I'm like, when the hell did he get engaged? Like, that's like the, that's dating? like a Scott Disick, Amelia Gray age difference. Yeah, well, and, I, and I hate that. 
Yeah, it's well, it's also just inappropriate for him to be dating an intern. Of course. Right. Yeah. Like, even if the intern is of age, even if she was 23 or whatever, like we we actually spent a lot of time in the 90s discussing that it's not appropriate to fuck the interns. Well, <laughs> I don't know if we spent a lot of time in the 90s. Well, yeah, that's true. We kind of were just like, it's not appropriate for the interns to seduce you with their internly ways. I, I know. Guess and, 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 and it wasn't until I was an adult to be like, no, Bill Clinton ate her out in his office. So you know what? I'm sorry, hey. Millie. I have to I have to cut in here. Bill Clinton never made her uh, climax. And that was actually something that he said in his deposition as part <laughs> of why it was not sexual, like <sighs> a sexual relationship. So I just think it's really important that Bill Clinton wanted us to know and that everybody Got knows it. that he never serviced her. She only serviced him. And Wait, then he never made her come or he never made he her. He never did anything for her. He no, but a- I, I oh, saw so, the documentary okay. that he ate her out. He, I thought he put a cigar in her. Well, vagina maybe this and then oh, smoked that, the cigar. Maybe polo? this is the I didn't inhale of the Lindsay scandal, <laughs> which is like I ate her out, but I didn't make her come. So it exactly. didn't happen. But then I'm like, he's a president. He's on a tight schedule. Sometimes that takes like 20, 15 minutes. That's true. So that is maybe true. He just gave a little quick cuddlingus right. thing. And, but it's probably heard, Monica's just like, no, it didn't happen. It doesn't count. Monica, no, I, 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 I watched the A and E documentary, and it said that well because that was what like kind of changed my mind or like reframed yeah. this the thing for me was like oh she wasn't like a thirsty whatever he ate her out and he would call her all the time mm-hmm. he would call her all the time i also read when i was like reading the ken star report or something from the ken star report that he would always this is so like if you're a child listening to this podcast, I'm so sorry. <laughs> or with your kid in a car, yeah. He would always finish in the bathroom, in the adjacent bathroom. Yes, yes. Like, he would get really close and then run and finish in the bathroom because he didn't want to, like, come in the Oval Office. I don't, listen, I don't know. Yeah, kids are in the car, what? like, finish honestly, what? Honestly, <laughs> wild but honestly, y'all, with the guys I've been with, it's not that weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't think that's what you were gonna, gonna say. Yeah, I thought you were gonna like, say something really fucked up. Really fucked no. up. I'm like, I've had so much work, like weirder things that that one is like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm like, you but, didn't have to deal with the outcome, and that's great. Yeah, that's great because like, <laughs> there's yeah, just some guys that you can just... totally imagine. Matt gets just going around Congress, being like, oh, I did have sexual relations with that woman. Like, and then you know yeah. he did. And, the, you know, just to clarify, you know, why it's wrong to fucking intern. It's like, can the, in, you know, when we're talking about very nuanced, I think uh, we really suffer as a country to talk about nuance. I mean, um, consent as like, is she over 18? Yes. If she says yes, then it's, you know, if she doesn't say no, then mm-hmm. it's a yes. Instead of like, can you really consent if it's your boss? Can you really consent if this person has the authority to fire you or not? Is it really consent if you're drunk? Is it really consent? You know, those are the things that I feel like we've been moving and evolving towards. And I feel like um, it's a thin line because you're at work a lot. So, you know, people do end up dating people from work, but it is this like power imbalance and, and all this stuff. And, you know, I can't like go into too much detail, but when I was at writing for um, a, so, a television show for Sony, 
we had a, a, an orientation thing and they're like, look, like um, a lot of our crew, like producers and makeup art or whatever, they date, but you have to tell us, we have to keep documentation. And like, it's not even that, it's like the retaliatory thing is what they're even scared of. It's like, after you say no or quit or whatever, or they like, right. you get fired or something like that. So it's like all these things that like- Yeah, I feel like the issue is often- um, just looking forward to like the end of the relationship. And then you're in an untenable situation. You're mm-hmm. in a hostile work environment, whether it was consensual or not. If you're an 18 year old and you dated a congressman who's 38 and he broke up with you, like, how do you work? It's that's not yeah. a tenable environment. I feel like patterns are also important to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, when we are talking about adults in a workplace, but I always think everything comes back to UCB for me, but (laughs) I think about like, you know, when you're in UCB classes, sometimes you're, you're similar in age to your teachers, whatever, like, like there's a difference between someone who met someone in class, maybe as their improv teacher and Mm -hmm. then started dating them after, and they genuinely met and they are similar in age. Maybe one person's older or younger, but like it, it was a genuine connection that was made in that class between two adults versus someone who you're like, okay, this guy's always dating his students. Yeah, right, Like, what's going on with the fact that this guy seems to only meet his girlfriends as his students in his improv class? That's weird. Not a guy who one time, that's the way they met because the world is... And they dated for three years or something. Exactly, and, like, it's clear that they had a real connection and, like, whatever they met. You know, they met when he had all the power in the world and that he was an improv teacher. <laughs> right. Whereas, right. And this, and with Matt Gates, it's like he consistently used his status as a lawmaker or a member of the United States Congress to get young women to be interested in dating him. Yeah. He also seemed to flex this constantly. He once left a box, uh, this is gross, a giant box of bearskin condoms sitting on top of his congressional office trash can. He and other Florida lawmakers, we mentioned this yesterday, played a Harry Potter-themed sex challenge game in which he and boys would score points by catching snitches, a.k.a. sleeping with women. Just the most uncreative metaphor. Yeah, it's not even fun. Right. Like, if I'm going to play a Harry Potter-themed sex challenge game, I'm coming up with some fucking rules. Like, this this game can do anything. Intricate. And you're just saying catching snitches is just sleeping with women. Well, two things. One, I heard about this. Well, okay. One is like, why do you need a box of bearskin condoms at work? Like, are you fucking right. that much at work? That, at work. Like, this is somebody who's taking a birth, um, a pregnancy test at work. Like something, sometimes yeah. things happen. Yeah. But, you know, a, a box of it, it's like you, you just want to let people know, like, whatever. That you're having sex in your office. Like that's what you want people to know. And you're just, even if you're not, even if you fucking took it from home, like you're bringing sex into the workplace. Like that's hostile. You can't do that. We did, um, we put a, would you rather on the stories yesterday? My intern made it and she made one of them. Like, would you rather do this or replace Matt Gates's hand sanitizer with, um, super glue and we got a dm saying like more like his like lotion or something because you know <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna he's get jerking it maybe he jerks off with a condom maybe that's I what mean, well, congressmen's do like live in jerk their off office with condoms. and jerk off with condoms um because just to be clean uh but, well, but a lot of these people do live in their office so i don't think that he's like the first right. or only congressman definitely not in there yeah you would bring like to me right i would bring five condoms from home and just have them in my desk 
Like I wouldn't buy a, I wouldn't order Amazon and get it delivered a separate no. box of, I would take from my home stash. So there's <laughs> one, two, um, I, my friend goes to like sex parties uh, upstate and whatever. And each time they rent a house and they have all these sex parties. And then one time they had like a Harry Potter theme and it was like beautiful. They use like the invitations and because there has to be a way for people to let you know that they're well over the span of the weekend that you Mm -hmm. can sleep with them. So it's like a sorting hat or whatever. It's it's, oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. Exactly. And like the snitch was something else and all this stuff. I mean, honestly, though. When my friend was explaining me the rules, I'm like, I can't believe any of you have sex. This is embarrassing. (laughs) But I digress. Another thing thing I want to bring up is, I mean, another thing I want to bring up is like, all this shit was happening. He's only been in Congress for two years. I know he's been in like local Florida government for longer, but I'm just like, and then now he's engaged, right? So like, when did that happen? When they started dating? And like, to me, I feel like, um, just, I don't, I don't know if there's studies on this or whatever. This is just like something I feel like is a trend of when a guy's about to get caught or something like that. He like marries the first yeah. woman that he, you know, like yes. will say yes to him. And like, as a cover, as a friend will be like, well, look at, I respect her. And yeah, I think it was shit. actually a pretty brief relationship before they got engaged. She, her name is Ginger Lucky, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you made that up. So (laughs) I'm just saying that does sound like someone who's like, no, I'm engaged. Her name is, and then he just looks at two things. (laughs) Her name is Ginger. I mean, he was on seeking arrangements. Maybe that's the arrangement (laughs) they sought. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you are searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone on any occasion. Now it's easier to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life, like the pickleballers, I know plenty of those, the jazz fan, the artist, the pasta lover, whatever niche interest they have, you can find an incredible gift on Etsy. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there is something for everyone. There is so much pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas specifically for my dad, but my dad loves flying. He loves airplanes. He loves aviation, and he never gets sick of a cute little gift that has a reference to that. And the inventory for that on Etsy is incredible. I hope my dad lives for 200 years because I can get him a birthday present related to aviation or planes from Etsy for every single one of them, if not hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. I'm Betch's co-founder, Jordana Abraham, and this episode is brought to you by Instacart. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on, while she's sneezing, coughing, aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us, trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues to tea to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. 
So speaking of these like really inappropriate workplace things, gets the big Gates's big headline thing that he also did was show nude photos of women he'd slept with to other lawmakers on the House floor. Terrible. I thought it was bad when a fucking Confederate flag got in there and now there's just nude pictures going around. So one source recalled just an example of them showing a video of a nude woman hula hooping. This revelation alone, what? I was thinking, it's just like enough. <laughs> like, imagine if they were like, fucking nerds. What? <laughs> like, guys are such nerds. That's so fucking weird. Like, at, least, at least you use the example of Adam Schiff, which just is so perfect. Like, imagine if like Adam Schiff was like, look at this girl hula hooping. And he showed it to like, I don't know, Pramila Jayapal. She'd be like, sir, excuse me. She would literally start screaming, grab a reporter, and it would be over. But this happened like- repeatedly. Um, yeah, and and it's people he slept with too, because I, I was thinking too, this like everything makes me examine myself of life. <laughs> because I know, you know, these guys on these dating apps will just send me a dick pic and I'm like, oh my god, what the hell is this? And then I show my friends. But I'm like, <laughs> yes. but if it's somebody that I've slept with, like I don't do that because yes. I feel like that's like a violation, you know, or, yes. or yeah. a picture that I feel like I solicited like yeah. we're dating and I, you know, there's just like this, this respect. There's no expectation when you share a picture with somebody you've been intimate with that they're going to show it where it's like, yeah, if you're like, come on by now, you know, if you're just sending dicks to random girls, multiple people are going to see Yeah. It. Then you yeah. don't, if you're sending unsolicited dick pics, then you don't care where that, right. where that <laughs> dick ends up. You yeah. have no discrimination. You want, you want the dick out there. And so I'm helping you by, you want yeah, it mm-hmm. to be spread out far and wide. For sure, <laughs> for just sure. Imagine he, seeing that headline. Can you imagine seeing that headline, having dated him and wondering, and then maybe you did like have a silly video hula hooping and then reading that headline. Can you imagine what that would feel like knowing that like members of the United States Congress were looking and jeering and laughing at you? Oh, I mean, but also like they, I feel like L's are sexually transmitted. So like they've probably blocked out any memory they've had of fucking Matt Gates. That's true. And yeah, like, they're just like, what a fucking L so. to fucking date him. But Gotta sorry, look no. forward, can't look back on that one. You guys, yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's something I did. And that's, a you know, we all grow as people. We all grow as people. Yes, but the girl probably little hoops. Sounds like something you do a lot. So she's probably like, I mean... Yeah, I mean, because my hula hoop naked video just <laughs> bending over and over because I suck at hula hooping. I cannot keep it up. I had a period of time in college, and this probably won't surprise you, where I was quite good at hula hooping. I was one of yes, those girls not, out yeah. on the quad doing my tricks. Oh, you should oh, do God. it on TikTok with one arm, like a little. Yeah, I could Jesus. do. I had like two tricks. I wasn't. I wasn't that good, uh, right. but I could get it up over my head and bring it back down. And then I could do the thing where you bring your arm in and out. Oh, fantastic. Okay. And I'm sure if you did that naked to a romantic partner, you would want to keep that between you yeah, two. I wouldn't yeah. want them to share the video. Well, I'm going to say this is also just like. This is also like the shit that I'm talking about when people are like. Democrats and Republicans are the same, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like. I don't like sure Democrats aren't perfect and I'm not saying they're even above sex crimes but dog what the what the fuck are you doing that you're sending like are, you guys don't even pass shit like, even, yeah. this is just not working like y'all are not working you guys are sharing sex photos doing all these things like come on he's not even a good representative I've seen some comparisons of this like people are like oh Al Franken resigned and Matt Gates hasn't yet 
Al Franken was also some of the, I guess, like weird regret around that has to do with the fact that he was a pretty positive figure before that for Democrats. He was really popular. He was a celebrity. That was part of why people look back on that and feel some type of way about it. Nobody likes Matt Gates. He's not effective. Mm-mm. He only causes problems. Mm-hmm. Like there is no reason to keep him in Congress whatsoever. Apparently he was like disciplined. Well, so Alexandra Petrie or Petrie, she wrote a really mm-hmm. good piece in this in the Washington Post yesterday. She almost always writes satire. She like never writes anything earnest. She's so funny. Uh, But this is one of the first times she's sort of broken that. And she pointed out what we've been saying, that the most stunning thing about this isn't that Matt Gates was showing pictures of nude women to his congressional colleagues. That's not that shocking. What's shocking is that no one bothered to immediately raise a concern until he was accused of sex trafficking a minor. Mm. Like at one point during Gates's first term, staff for then House Speaker Paul Ryan had apparently like had a talk with him to be more professional. But we don't know what that meeting referred to. We don't know if it was about this or something Mm. else. He did a lot of stuff. It could have been about the freaking condoms hey um can you not show videos of nude women hula hooping to your co-worker like that would be great do that in congress i know you're from florida but we don't really do that in congress matt you know every minute that you spend sharing nudes is a minute that we're not taking social security away from vulnerable people (laughs) we really want you to Get on task, Matt, and just really like rein it in and really just get it together so we can hurt the working poor of this country and really re enslave every person. Matt, you know, you've been doing such amazing work, uh, like riling people up about fake election fraud, and we would hate for that to be lost just because Mm -hmm. of a couple hundred videos of nude women hula hooping Mm -hmm. that you bring to work uh, and show to people. All these public endorsements of protected sex really undermine our abstinence argument to the kids, Mr. Gates. And also, (laughs) Matt, we we just all know that the bearskin condoms are just too big for you. We just know that. We're all talking. We get it. Just don't do that here. You can do it. You can do it outside the office. We're cool. Hey. On a weekend, on a Friday night, you can feign that you can fit a bear skin Put your condom. gas mask on and go to town. Do that. But on office hours, we're going to need you to stay on task <laughs> and disenfranchise millions of voters. Exactly. Exactly. So maybe that's what he said. Maybe it's not. In any event, uh, this happened multiple times, this act of showing people. And she writes that this means this is because the first time must have gone over perfectly fine. The first time that he showed a nude picture of a girl on the house floor, nobody said, hey, man, I don't want to see that. Like, get out of here. Go check yourself. Anything short of that from like leering and laughing at it to sort of casually smirking, maybe the Billy Bush reaction is really on the same level and permits the behavior as just being like, haha, LOL. She writes, the Matt Gates is out there. will leave that interaction thinking they have understood the world correctly, that what they are doing is working, that this is how the world is. But it is the accumulation of these little ascents that ascents that make the world this way. So just all of the times that like We've talked about this in more dramatic fashions with like women getting killed in the street and attacked, Mm -hmm. but it's this too. It's like all of those little like, oh yeah, it'd be awkward. That's my friend's friend. I don't really want to like make this Mm -hmm. gathering of males awkward. I'll just Mm -hmm. let it go. Then he does it again. And then another girl has been exposed to a whole new group of strange men. She didn't want to. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. And like, yeah, nothing changes. And this is the whole thing of like, it becomes 
the the focus for so long has been, well, don't send nudes. Or yeah. why didn't you walk out of the, you know, when he asked you to do this sexual thing? Why? And, it's just, and, and instead, I really like this piece because it goes like, no, why are you letting this? Ha- you are letting this happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She sends a nude to someone that she's fucked. Mm-hmm. You are, you know, and, and, I, and I, I really do think that, yeah, I really do like that. Like, I think yeah. that, that that was like the strong thing of this piece. And I, and I hope in more media we start asking those questions because it's not yeah. fair. Yeah. And, you know, she writes, as you said, like it's the reaction could have been like, yeah, that's not cool, man. But she writes like the perfect reaction is like, you're insane. What are you doing? Go yeah. home and think about your life. You need to call your mom like that's yeah. the energy you need to be bringing to show to people work. showing you unsolicited nudes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's hard. That's why it hasn't happened yet. It's not easy. Well, the thing is, too, it's like there are some, you know, when you when you work at Vice or whatever, you sign like a little contract. It's like this is an untraditional work environment. Mm-hmm. You may see some shit that like is just not traditional. And like the, the office politics are a little different. But this is the fucking government. Mm-hmm. This is the government. Like this should be like the most formal shit, you know. So I don't know. It's yeah. fucked up. It's weird because um, Gates defended Katie Hill at the time of when she resigned. Um, He basically was defending the fact that she was bisexual because she resigned over a consensual relationship she and her husband had had potentially with a staffer. But but the reason that was all exposed was because of revenge porn. Um, And so she basically she had been saying in recent months, like, yeah, he stood up for me. That was nice. But she wrote yesterday in Vanity Fair, he has to resign what he's done or crimes and the ones that aren't should be. And also, Sammy just sent me a headline reported today that uh, according to some of his former colleagues in the Florida uh, state legislature, Matt Gates desperately fought to keep sharing revenge to keep mm-hmm. sharing revenge porn legal. Yeah, I saw that, that on Instagram. Fucking asshole! Should have known when he know. stood up for legalizing weed. He just wants to legalize shit. He does. Exactly. Oh, and the amount of drugs involved in this story that we haven't even touched on yet from oh, this yeah, Republican no. is out of control. Well, that's what somebody on Black Twitter was pointing out that like they when you read the article, it's like him and his friends would would pay prostitutes or sex workers and take Molly and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But he was one of the like biggest proponents of drug testing, welfare people, mm-hmm. people on mm-hmm. welfare. And it's like, what a fucking hit, you know, and those things like those, you know, like testing for government assistance, like are super expensive. They only catch like one or two people and God for fucking bid, you know, these people smoke weed or so, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or do exactly what a, our representative doing. in Congress is doing and hire a sex worker and party with her and take yes. Molly. Does that mean that they should never have benefits because yeah. they because they had a little fun on their birthday? Get out of yeah. here. Right. That's a, that's also the an important thing to distinguish. And I hope people do as we keep talking about this is like, yeah, traveling 17 year old women across state lines is bad. Uh, dating an 18 year old intern is bad. We should not let consensual sex workers who whose job it is to exchange sexual services for a, for good money to get like wrapped in in this and part of the seediness of it. Like, like you said, Elise, it's like, that is, there are many more lawmakers than Matt Gates who have done that and are doing that. And sometimes those often, those are consensual exchanges. Sometimes they're not. Um, 
And it looks like this person was engaged in both, which makes the reaction like kind of complicated. But I think the overwhelming, yeah, he did plenty of crimes. <laughs> we can just yeah, focus on the crime sex yeah. that he had. But that doesn't make everything that he did, yeah. every sex that he had criminal. I mean, federally, I guess. But and, it, and it's not even about, you know, it's just like when when politicians are found to like have secret gay relationships or and but it's like it's not even about what the secret gay relationships it's like yeah they're the main proponents of making sure that no one else you know like stopping gay people from having rights or you know what i mean so it's more of that that hypocrisy than oh my god morty uh oh, do you see him yeah <laughs> trying to get in the sun <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same, with the same fish picture? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes, conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week, and they serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it is economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash fever dream. You must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. So let's take a pretty hard pivot here to infrastructure. Yes. <laughs> Roads and bridges. So Democrats' big rebuilding initiatives got a shot of adrenaline this week, which is why we're going to talk about it after the Senate parliamentarian ruled that they can pass yet another budget reconciliation bill this year. I think I just realized that was like a peak nerd sentence. Shot of adrenaline after the <laughs> Senate parliamentarian. I really got, got my heart rate up seeing that. Lean, lean so you've probably... It. Yeah, you've probably heard in the background that there is a $2.2 trillion infrastructure bill that Biden has proposed. What's in this? It's hard to explain because it's kind of everything. It's called an infrastructure bill, but that could mean everything. And Biden is taking advantage of that broad definition. This is called the American Jobs Plan, and it includes hundreds of billions of dollars for roads and bridges. If you have not seen a terrifying documentary about our nation's bridges, mm. I would recommend that you maybe do or don't, depending how you feel. When you start to feel a little better, get some sun, check it out. It's scary. I get scaled on bridges. <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> I get scaled. <laughs> well, you should. They're pretty. Some of them are about to crumble, and we need to fix that. So this would fund all of that. Lots of planes, trains, automobiles, all that fun stuff. But it would also fund millions of housing units and school buildings, make new veterans hospitals. It would retrofit the buildings and public buildings we have that can be refurbished. Um, it would get rid of lead pipes, finally. That seems yeah, important. Jesus can we do Christ. that? and put us on a path to 100% clean energy by 2035. People will be hired to do all of this, hence why jobs is in the name. And this money will go out over 15 years. This money also expands elements of the caregiving infrastructure, that $2 trillion from expanding to long-term care for older adults through Medicaid. But Biden is also going to unveil a second part of this plan, more directly focused on things like paid family leave, medical leave, and expanded health care, which is what it refers to when you're 
generally here in caregiving infrastructure. How would we pay for this? We would pay for this by raising taxes on corporations or actually just restoring the former tax rate before the Trump tax cuts. Um, Trump in 2017 cut the corporate tax rate to 21 percent. This would bring it back up to 28 percent. I'm not even sure if it was that high. I think it was higher. Like, I think this Mm -hmm. isn't even all the way. Mm-hmm. It's so, so low. Our corporate tax rate is insane. Yeah. Think about low. your paycheck. They take twenty one out of five, one out of five of your dollars. No, they take a lot more than that. They take so much. God damn it. So much. <laughs> it would also close just a number of loopholes, basically just the, the common sense tax stuff. The reason I open this with the Senate parliamentarians ruling is because they can also Democrats can do this via the budget reconciliation process, she said. Basically, she said that Democrats have three maximum opportunities to use this process because they can mess around with the 2021 budget yet again. Um, And they can also go ahead and look forward to the 2022 budget. So that's basically how they can use this maneuver to pass these bills related to taxing and spending with just 51 votes. And they want to do it now because... Uh, to like in, inspire people to vote in the midterms. Yeah, because you know. you're right, and the midterms are right around the corner. And the reason this has all of that stuff in it is because Democrats see this as potentially their last big chance to get something huge through. The parliamentarian said, okay, you have a couple more shots at this. Um, and it's kind of like how the COVID relief bill included things like the child, child tax credit that were related, but are going to have a long-term benefit. Mm-hmm. So it's for that reason that progressives think we should go even bigger. And that's what we were mm-hmm. talking about this morning. Um, this is bill is a climate plan as much as it's an infrastructure plan and a jobs plan. So the idea is like, let's just jam as much in it as we can because Republicans are not going to let us do anything else. They're not going to let us do anything else. And it's difficult for them to take away stuff. So let's try to put in as much. And you said that you were really like, like got a shot of adrenaline when you heard I got like really excited yeah. because I'm very into public transportation and I saw the expanded Amtrak map that they were proposing with the budget and it made me <laughs> so excited. Swimming. Yeah, it was so yeah. it's just so much more veiny. You yeah. Know? <laughs> are you guys part of that um, Facebook group that's like just millennials that are super into urban planning? No. Oh, I'll send it to you. You would love it. Send it to me. I I have not been on Facebook in a long time, but Katie Ruth Ashcraft, a dear friend of Millie and I's, it was very involved in the urban planning Facebook group in that she like would always send me stuff from it. Oh, yes. yes. The only Facebook groups right now um, is wedding shaming. It's the wedding. The, and I'm telling Elisa, I said, come back on. It's great because people's wedding. <laughs> I'm going to just create a dummy account to look at that group yeah, and then it's, leave. It's rough. It is. It's There's so many camouflage wedding dresses. That's all I'll say about that. Anyway, But yeah, the, the urban the, planning is urban- interesting because that is a way to get to progressives because that is a pet interest of like real progressives. So people are like, let's make this bigger. Let's do it. If we only need 51 votes, let's do it. Enter Joe Manchin. Manchin is likely to hold out on this until there are some bipartisan concessions and Republicans aren't going to do that. Uh, Republicans are not for restoring this fair tax rate to corporations. And yesterday on a West Virginia radio station, Manchin offered the detailed and helpful analysis as the bill exists today, it needs to be changed. His that's one just, suggestion. He, that's just what he says. That's like, that's yeah. not, that's he'll he says. say that about any bill. He'll yeah. just show up and be like, as it exists, it needs to be changed. 
Exactly. Yeah, he said he wants it to go from 28 to 25. He did not cite any justification. He did not cite any studies. He was just like, that sounds like a nice cozy middle from 21 to 28. Exactly. And that's why it's like you got to start crazy because this guy's yeah. going to talk you down anyway. Um, and it, I think that's they should have learned from one. Like they never thought they were going to get one point nine trillion and they did. So isn't the lesson from that? Like, I don't know. I'm not a business lady, but I think the lesson from that is you go higher next time. Yeah, you start at three or five and then you go to three point five. But what I was going to say, too, is like. This is the thing. I mean, I'm just like, what the fuck do Republicans want? Like, they don't want us to invest in our like, how do you say America first and not invest in bridges and roads and transportation and all that stuff? And like, let our fucking bridges crumble. Like, what do these people do in office? What do they want from, uh, you know what I mean? Like, like th that, that just kind of goes. It's like, yeah, all they do is get elected to send each other fucking titty pics. <laughs> uh, in goddamn office not to fucking do shit and yeah. like stop right? people from getting abortions it's i'm like, not here to pass bills i'm here to watch <laughs> nude women hula hooping in the office damn it it's my american ride um oh, it's just like yeah that's just so crazy because i'm like why wouldn't this get bipartisan support you know it's, it's literally like bridges that we need and and our public transportation is trash like how can you say america first and look at how have you been to a train in Asia or in <laughs> yeah. in in Europe? Like, come on. I mean, right. It's, it's crazy to, like, go on anyone else's public transportation and see how nice it could be. And it's like <laughs> it's just so frustrating. But what they'll point to is they're like calling the bill a Trojan horse and they're saying all this stuff just because there's climate proposals and racial justice proposals in there to make right. sure that like stuff is distributed equitably, that communities that have been impacted by racist redlining and other like development that was racist to help try to like restore and build back those communities. That's in there. Green jobs are in there. So Republicans are going to veto the whole thing because we're going to install some solar panels and uh, yeah. black people might get some extra cash. Yeah. Well, that's the kind of thing I, it always goes back to that one AOC IG where that I keep thinking about. She's like, they want to keep power, but what are they going to, it's not going to happen. And if they do keep power, it's by stripping yeah. away democracy, stripping away all this shit that makes this country great. So it's like, so what do they want power? Of? Like, it's like nihilism. You know what I mean? And I can't like things like this, where it's like, why wouldn't you support this? Is just like, yeah, like you don't want this country That's, to yeah. be better. And That's great. been clicking in for me recently more too. I don't know. I think I'm naive, but because the more we learn and the more we get into this, we know that it's just completely Republican policies are completely irrational and most of Americans don't agree with them. And it mm -hmm. just makes no sense. But it all comes down to like, even if it's the most sensible, rational solution, people do not, they don't want to give up their power. That's they not worth it to them. for a COVID relief bill no, in a pandemic. Exactly. They didn't vote exactly. for it. They don't care. They don't care. They don't, they don't care. care. And like, that's the thing that like, that's the thing. It's just like, so why, what, like, what do you, you know, like, I don't know. That's kind it's of brutal. the crazy thing to me. It's like, doesn't make any sense. And then, and then it's just really hard for me to have compassion or understand like this, these economic anxiety, like working, right. like, that whole narrative of like all these other, you know, reasons people vote for Trump fiscally when it's like, 
yeah, that's not a, you can't say that anymore. Like when people who are voting against COVID relief, like, right. yeah. like there's no better way to stimulate the economy than COVID relief. Like the $1,400 stimulated the economy and like, oh, that's, yeah. I don't know. The $1,400 like, not only stimulated the economy here, I was reading for the newsletter that it actually stimulated the global economy because wow. everything's so like, tied up that like Americans use that money to buy products that are made overseas. So it literally lifted up the entire global economy that we got one check for $1,400. We did it, Joe. (laughs) We did it, Joe. All the more reason to jam all of this into the bills that we can get passed with 51 votes so that people can see it makes their life better so that Republican, and then we can say, remember, not one Republican voted for that. Until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Elise Morales. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. The Betches Sup Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.